I will say this, even though we we did have a long-ish catch-up session, prior to that, I had computer issues. And then prior to that, I had just woken up from a nap. So I still so... feel like I'm like out of it somehow, even though it's been quite some time since I woke up from my nap. Well, it's been a long time since I've taken us on such an off-mic diversion. It was like we had to have a whole general meeting before the An podcast. episode's worth. <laughs> We did. We, yeah, yeah, we did an episode's worth of social talk and gossip <laughs> and complaining. It was great. <laughs> Mainly it me. It was not that. Um, I I will just say of the of the uh, ranking of um, pre-show shit talk, not even shit talk, gossip opinions weighing in. There was one of our milder ones. <laughs> milder, like. Density-wise or just, like, severity? Severity. Oh, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one, it was no one was No one was um, committing anything serious. It was just shit talk. No. There's some, there's some people on the shit list, but not on the, like, humanity shit list. <laughs> no, exactly. It was like I was at a party and somebody was asking about a famous guy that I, I don't know, but I know someone who knows, and they were like, I've heard he's like a bad dude. Ooh, I've heard, I've heard, but no one was really saying anything. And then they like asked me and I was like, I don't know much about this man, but I think he's just like an asshole, not a predator. And everyone was like, oh my God, that's such an important distinction. I was like, yeah, it is. Like, let's all remember. Yeah. And hey, they're not mutually exclusive. I don't know this man's whole life, but like (laughs) there's plenty of just like pieces of shit that aren't criminals and sex pests. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I listen. I, I I know it's a Britishism. I think. Man, we started strong this episode. It's this is yours. This racist. It's because we that's had that's Kevin yeah. Bartel, the producer. Tati Newsome is trying to keep herself out of jail. <laughs> um, like, here's what I was gonna say. I know. I know it's just from like. <laughs> I, I guess the British tabloids, and maybe there's a different um, import to it, but. Sex pest is doesn't r- convey the severity of what a sex pest is by a lot. It does not. It does not. Pest pest is not how you can you should describe that. No, it does not. You're correct about that. Yeah, I guess I started kind of hot. I blame the 40 minute preamble. Um, let's take it down. What do you? How is your? How's your? How's everybody's week? Um, I, uh, had to, I didn't have to, I suppose. Um, but I broke out my, uh, WGA, uh, shirt, strike shirt again, because, um, I should, uh, I should have this handy. Everyone keep vamp vamp. Yes, this is good. I, good. I wear that shirt every time I get notes. Uh-huh. I don't like, I just put on the shirt, you know, nope. Um, the American Federation of Musicians, um, mm-hmm. who are the, as far as I can tell, composers, I'm going to be honest, um, I, there's a, there's a couple, um, musicians unions, but I think this is the union that interfaces with the AMPTP, which people might remember mm. from such great hits as what the fuck? Why are, aren't they paying people even close to a fair and commensurate wage for mm-hmm. work, uh, for writing? And what the fuck? Why are they trying to 
clone and then destroy actors digitally Uh Uh um, Mm -hmm. are um, doing kind of the same thing to the composers, the musicians. Um, So on a rainy day in Los Angeles, I woke, I also did this thing where I RSVP'd to come to this rally and uh, I got to do a better job of this. Didn't check the start time. Um, So it was pretty early in the morning for me. I know it's not early yeah. for like the globe, but I, I had to set a pretty significant alarm um, for my taste. Uh-huh. Um, it was also sort of drizzly. The significant alarm is very funny. Uh, Seven a.m. The severity was, of the alarm. That's an al- yeah, it was also just far from my house, and I had I had to pick someone up and blah blah blah. It, was it this was today not, or yesterday? Uh, today, just now. Okay, that's the reason I had to take a nap. Gotcha. I, I wanted to. Got take it. A nap. I but how was the that. rally? Well, here's the thing. Uh, two things with the rally that were very fun that I know that probably legally they, the Writers Guild wouldn't have done or the, or the Screen Actors Guild wouldn't have done. Um, it was right outside the offices of the AMPTP. So it was like oh, in damn. their house. <laughs> like, cool. uh, damn. So I don't know if anyone remembers all the jokes from the uh, writers and actors strike about uh, the head negotiator for the AMPTP, Carol Lombardini, eating a Cheesecake Factory every day. Um, I walked <laughs> by that Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> At the mall. Ah, uh, <laughs> memories. is in the weird mall. And here's the other thing. It was early enough that the Cheesecake Factory wasn't open. Because that a thousand percent was my plan. I was going to the Cheesecake Factory afterwards and it was not open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Damn. So Damn. that was that was a uh, thing. The other thing that was um, fun, although you got to do some of this during the strike. You played some bucket drums. Um mm-hmm. But when the musicians' union has a rally, you walk up and there's like four people with French horn and trombone cases standing in the back of the rally, and I was like, "Oh yeah, hell <laughs> um, yeah!" Less noise making ultimately than I hoped, but um, it was um, good. Um, hopefully, the mm-hmm. um, the uh, musicians don't have to go on strike. Um, and also, you know, like all parts of the entertainment industry, they're really being attacked. Um, you know, they're they're yeah. uh, the same as us. They get much fewer uh, stream uh, residuals for streamers, which doesn't make any sense. Um, and um, it looks like, at least according to the um, parts of the speech I could hear and the picket signs, um, a thing that is on the table is just fully generated AI music, which is yeah. um, probably to me one of the most like clear, like this is just copyright infringement. <laughs> like yeah. it's just trained on a bunch of existing music and like, you know, yeah, yeah, it feels and like really performances and yeah, yeah really ugly. Um, well, it's good you went. Yeah, break out the yeah. shirt. It was really. I was like, where the fuck is my shirt? And I have to wash mm-hmm. it again. It's been a, been a minute since I since I did all that. But yeah, um, that's nice. that's what I did. The other thing, um, I don't know how much. There's there's a little a small amount of ding dong the witch is dead ish, but probably there's um, um, I don't know 
it's not like like it's going to be someone better, but um, Kevin did send an article about how um, the uh, Michael Moore, the chief of the LAPD, is finally stepping down. Oh, that one. Um, mm-hmm. He fucking sucks. But <sighs> the thing is, the chief of the LAPD is still going to be a cop. <laughs> that is running the one of the most racist organizations on earth. Um, so it's, it's a little like, yeah, it's good that he's stepping down. I don't know. Any word There's, about who will replace him? I think the article said, but I, I don't even remember now. The, the main thing to me is I'm like, there's zero chance that, this institution is going to be better. There's no like number of mm-hmm. like resignations um, that don't involve like a complete rehauling of policing. Um, anyway, but good, good. But it's sort of like down with the king, down with the next king. <laughs> is that how that saying goes? <laughs> I don't, I'm not familiar. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar with long live the queen. Are those mm-hmm. related? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Off off with their okay. head. When do people say off with uh-huh. their head? After um, they eat cake. Oh my God. Cake. I love. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could really do some cake right now. Boy, I did not get enough sleep. <laughs> you really didn't. I did a cake tasting this weekend for the wedding, and I did it wrong. You're supposed to have, uh, we did it with cupcakes, which was kind of cool, like a cupcake version of uh, the cakes. And um, I think what you're supposed to do is do like one little fork of this and one little fork of this. What I did was (laughs) eat one entire cupcake at a time. (laughs) You're like, damn. And by the second was like, uh, okay, I'm, uh, I need water and a nap. (laughs) They're like you got a You're few like, more, buddy. Have- <laughs> How many like, were on the, the docket? Please, <laughs> I guess just four. And to be fair, I was splitting them with Leah, That's so it was like half a one, half a one. But four halves of four different types of cupcakes was. And as a person who does not call himself a cupcake guy, um, it was a lot for a Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah. Two two, cu- cu- two whole cupcakes on a Saturday morning when you're anything over 21 years of age is yeah. an assault on, yeah. on one's body. <laughs> Two I felt hungover. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. I feel that's <laughs> that's yeah. rough. That's sugar hangover. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. Well, congrats. You picked something good. Yes, we got uh, some winners <laughs> in the docket that I will talk about later. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'll talk about oh, it. Oh, with, when oh, will you talk exactly. about that? Yeah. When will you talk about it? I'll talk about it on Yoko We Live, which show? is connected to a big trip I did yesterday as well. <laughs> So it's all, sorry, where all we, will be where can we get Suboptimalpods.com. If, if it were me, I would go to suboptimalpods.com, but yes. there's any number and of places. it's our show where we don't talk about racism, but we will hear about cupcakes and Kevin's trip. That's true. Uh, in o- awards season news, Black yes. Women Making History. Yes. Black Women, fr- friends of this show? Did Quinta ever do the show before I joined? I don't think Io did, so. right? I don't. I also don't think. I. I will be honest. Um, having just talked about how many thousands of episodes we did, I no, I don't think so. Right. Um, well, I guess I, I feel like why. Io did because we've done so many like earwolfy Hollywood handbooky things. Yeah. In the same orbit 
was her. But uh, I'm trying to. Remember. Yeah, Iowa Debris and Quinta Brunson making Emmy's history. Quinta, the first black woman to win the uh, Comedy Actress Award in 40 years. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then uh, Niecy Nash also won for uh, Actress in a Limited Series. So it was just like cool, cool black women women winning Emmys. It was yeah, very exciting to see. And I've I mean, so, winning shit all weekend. I was at Critics' yeah. Choice, and Io also won there, and was charming and lovely as usual. The Golden Globe as well. Big, yeah. Uh, yeah. big couple of yeah. weeks. And big couple of weeks. You, yeah. It was. I. It, it felt like we. Well, also, I didn't. I didn't realize these Emmys were like off cycle because of the strikes. Um, oh yeah, baby. Because there was a moment where I was like, "What the fuck." The Emmys are now? Are they always now? Have I always and, been tracking I here? <laughs> I also was like, I knew award season was crazy, but why are there five events a day? Yeah. <laughs> it was so wild. Um, I went through a thing where I hadn't been styled for anything. And I went to Critics' Choice and I went to the evening before party, that the motion picture television fund party, which is a great organization and just always throws a good party every year but i got invited so late um that i texted my stylist i was like hey sorry i know it's award season uh can you style me for this thing and she was like girl i don't do that job anymore <laughs> like yeah. she had fully quit the business i was like oh fuck so i had to like scramble and find someone else and it it worked out great but uh yeah yeah i was like why is everything on top of itself and it's yeah strike i kind of liked it to be honest i thought it was fun like <laughs> catching every everything in one week despite working yeah. on multiple sports podcasts i don't follow sports but i do really like the idea of like the super bowl the world series and like several championships <laughs> being like a thursday through monday yeah i felt the and same way with this yeah exactly i was just like oh each God. day i got to like oh and then this person won new, this and then the next day thing. was exactly yeah it was kind of fun it was really hitting me when i was at the evening before party i saw quinta and then I saw her again at Critics' Choice the next day. And then in my mind, I was like, you got to get up and start glam all over tomorrow morning. Because the carpet's at like 1 p.m. So you yeah, start glam at tough. like 9 a.m. And you're there till like 9, 10 p.m. at night. And then there's after parties. I was like, you got to do this all tomorrow for the Emmys. I was like, God damn, this is a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. But it's exhausting. worth it. They, uh, it, was, it was really nice yeah. to see all that. They did us proud. It was amazing. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Um, did you have fun at yeah. the Critics' Choice? Can you? What can you say? I did. I can say it all. So I got to go to represent Trek. Lower Decks was nominated. It's very cool when Trek gets nominated for awards like this because we get nominated for a lot of like sci-fi awards and Saturn awards. And there's like a thing called the Critics' Choice Super Awards that Patrick Stewart won one year. Ooh. But in terms of just the mainstream shit where like, the cast of Succession is also nominated. Like, Trek mm -hmm. gets shut out of that shit. Sure. Always has. Um, genre for, like, our, in general and, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. genre stuff just doesn't get considered on the same plane. So, to be... So, we had Lower Decks nominated for Best Animated Series. We lost. Um, Strange New Worlds nominated for Best Drama, which we were all, like... Cool. I mean, cool. But it was kind of funny because everyone was like, we're up against Succession. What are we What are we doing here? Um <laughs> But then uh, Celia, Celia Rose Gooding, who plays Uhura on Strange, was nominated for, uh, it was either actress or supporting, um, 
But that's like a that's a Trek first. She made Trek history yeah. to be nominated for a, that's a amazing great choice. That's huge. We and are. She's like twenty two years old. It's amazing. We are um, going to. I, I feel like we've been light on Trek for the last couple couple episodes. So yeah. there's also a, a Trek follow up question coming up. So yeah. yes, I I have time. Oh, you mean Get in ready. the voicemails? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get ready. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> this is a real Trek heavy episode. I thought the same thing from Tony. I was like. Do you have a follow-up question you're going to ask later in the episode? <laughs> yeah, yeah, get rid. Just yeah, teasing. Like, why are we, why are we um, waiting? Um, but I'll talk fun getting ready stuff and a secret guess what was in my bag. Uh, but I'm going to save that for Yoke and We Live. So um, be sure to tune into that on Fridays. Two little things, one, or one housekeeping thing, and then one uh, I forgot, like out of left field news thing, just because it's, it's, I guess, Michigan news, which is a spinoff of Chicago Corner, which you can find on our uh, premium show, Coin Life. You get it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but number one, um, I, uh, this, this tells everyone where my brain is at. I fully thought we were going to be in, at SF Sketchfest this weekend, and I did not realize it's two weekends from now. <laughs> <laughs> which is handy. Don't worry, I have my plane ticket correct. I just didn't realize how many days are in a week, I guess, if I'm being perfectly or, honest. Well, two but there was Sketchfest this weekend. They're doing like three weekends in a row, so it's yeah. a fair assumption. Anyway, uh, if you are in anywhere in California, <laughs> come to wow. SF, SF Sketchfest. Uh, we're at Cobb's Comedy Club. February 3rd. I don't have it pulled up in front of it. I'm going to say 7 p.m. Sure. No one checked my work. Anyway, um, come see us. We'll we'll be doing um, our fun live show. Um, guests, possibly not locked, so we won't say yet. I think they've been announced. I think it's uh, Sashir Zameda. Okay. Sashir and Alex Kleiner. Um, yes. I thought on the website... Oh, okay, good. I what I didn't. No one told us if it was locked. <laughs> I guess that no, makes sense. Audience, you tell us who our guests are. Yeah, that's right. You define your reality. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, please mm-hmm. come see us. Um, you know, I I do not perform nearly as much as Tawny, but uh, I do get I do have a fun time every time um, we go on stage he likes and. It. San Francisco has been mm-hmm. super fun um, many, many times. So can't wait to be up there. Can't wait to see everyone. Um, here's the oh, slight Michigan news, which is like, um, I'm not as much of a sports fan. In fact, we spent a Thanksgiving episode talking about how I don't know jack shit about football. But the University of Michigan did win the National College Football Championship, I think, National Football College. I don't know. Um, but then um, their fucking coach, huge piece of shit, Jim Harbaugh, Um, made an appearance at some, like, pro-life rally. So um, there's a tiny window of, like... And also, I think he cheated at football. I guess that part's... I don't... I need to know more about football (laughs) to to know what type of piece of shit he is. How do you cheat at football? You bring an extra ball, hide it (laughs) in your shirt. You're like, oh, touchdown. (laughs) You do sort of a got your nose. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What's that behind your ear? Oh, it's a touchdown. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, um, for any number of reasons, he's a fucking huge piece of shit. Fuck that guy. And I guess fuck Michigan football. I left that city for a reason, that state for a reason. Um, uh, Yeah, that's... (laughs) 
Yay. Literally, Kevin saying sports reminded me, oh, yes, I've watched a bunch of football in the last two months. You have been. I I guess I love football. The most problematic sport on earth, probably. You got activated. You were like a sleeper agent. He said sports, and you were like, football. Um, Anecdote about football. Anyway, I just, um, well, that was like one of those, like, oh, I briefly remembered I like Michigan football, and then I immediately was reminded why I fucking mostly hate these people. Asterisk, I'm sure some of them are fine. Oh, really quick before we take a break, we're going to come back and we're going to do your racism voicemails. We promise we would not leave you without racism voicemails, we swear. Um, I do have to shout out that I will be on the Star Trek cruise this year that leaves yes. from Orlando and, I don't know, swirls around in the ocean for a minute um, on February 22nd through the 29th. And I mentioned that here because last year, some group of delightful psychos, I met them on the cruise and they said, we bought tickets to this cruise a week ago because you talked about it on Yo! Is This Racist? Oh my God. I think they were like, we're, we're kind of Star Trek fans. We just wanted a vacation. And they were so cool. They, I was like, you're the coolest people I've ever met. What a weird fucking thing to do. So I'm saying that I'm going again in case in case they want to come again. Anyone or else? Or in case any of y'all are yeah. weird and have nothing to do February 22nd through the 29th. <laughs> Star Trek cruise. That is incredible. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I like Delightful Psychos as a fan name. <laughs> yeah. Delightful Psychos. Yeah, because they came up to us. They were like, uh yeah, we just that. bought this yeah. because you mentioned it, and I was like, "What? That's <laughs> so cool. This is expensive and takes a lot of planning." And they were just like, "Yeah, <laughs> fuck it." All right, well, those people buy a plane ticket to they San rule. Francisco. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll bring you on stage if you do that. That's right. That's a guarantee. <laughs> yeah, that's a guarantee. All right, uh, a little break. Voicemails. Let's do it. <laughs> We back. Oh, um, this is a Andrew's old admission. I just did a little head head shake in the break, and I mm-hmm. tweaked my neck. It was a really small <laughs> movement. I know. It was, Damn. It was the thing that um, I guess people generally are not on Zoom nearly as much, but us cool podcasters are still on Zoom. It was a head shake I usually kind of do when I'm like not positive if my Wi-Fi has gone out. So I want to let people know I'm right. you know, around. I do. I think we all do that to make to make the Wi-Fi, sh- to like shake it loose, to make it work right. You have to do anyway, it this way. If I'm doing it again, as I do drive-bys on my mic, I'm going to talk. Sorry about this, Kevin. Uh, I, I got to do it from the hip. <laughs> no more neck. This is great. This is Let's truly kick this first. Yeah, no, you took <laughs> yeah. a deep breath like something was going on. I was Do you just have something s- else to say. Nope, nope, nope. Let's go. Voicemail, 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 okay. voicemail. Hey, I'm calling from New York City. Just wanted to talk about an experience at a bar in Chinatown um, over the weekend where this white guy, actually more than one white guy, was wearing a sort of oriental like, Japanese kimono style robe. Um, with like creams on it. It was already kind of off to me and then I saw that group taking a picture and this like dude actually did a bow 
And then there was an Asian woman in the crowd, too, in that party. And I don't think she said anything either. So I almost went up to, like, call them out on it. But then, you know, I decided not to not be confrontational. I didn't feel safe to. Um, but this is a bit of a, this is a bit of a, like, a call out. Um, I wonder what you guys would have done in that situation. Okay, thanks. <sighs> um, I, I picked this voicemail because, well, one, it's a little, I didn't, for some reason in my head, I had it pegged that the caller is not Asian, um, but they didn't say, but I feel like they would have said if they were Asian. I got the impression they were because they said this other girl in the group was also Asian. I thought oh, they meant right. Okay. That, but that's that why. could have just meant that anyone else was. <laughs> um, okay. That makes things easier. No, that's good. Um, because, uh, look, it's also like realistically getting into a confrontation with a bunch of white guys and one Asian woman at a bar in New York is like, you, no one has to do that. I know it's like, you know, you can, um, there's, you know, there, there's like, moments where it makes sense and there's moments where like however racist these dorks are being like it's probably not worth it to get into a drunken confrontation with them um so as far as what we would do i think what we would do sort of what you're doing but just with the people who are there which is talking shit about this (laughs) this person or these this group of people but this this brings me to my like admission slash um i don't really know what to do with this which is like i did realize that like while i was listening to this that probably what i would do as an asian person is um and this is probably unfair but it's it's also just like holding people to higher expectations which is like i feel like i would be like really like trying to make eye contact and embarrass the asian woman basically like these are your friends i know which is like oh i see i see but it's like, what the fuck? I see what like, you mean. why are you allowing like, this? Like, you're just hanging with these, yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah, like, yeah, maybe there is like a check in with her to be like, do you see this? You're cool with this? These are your people? Well, yeah, but but it's it, even it's not really a check in. It's more like, you know, what the fuck's wrong with you? I think yeah. I'm just, I'm just kind of like walking through my instincts, which I'm are not cool. <laughs> <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, I. I wholeheartedly agree with the first part, which is like a confrontation in a bar. Like unless someone is being um, harmed or harassed, yeah. Uh, there's there's very few times I'm gonna step into something in a bar just because like people are drinking and they're gonna be yeah. rowdy and you know it's not super safe. And what's the you correcting their behavior is is right maybe for like a grocery store, but in a bar, it's just not worth it. Yeah. Well, also um, it's a chance of it going sideways because of the Asian stuff of it. It's like, they're going to be like, what? We just like, we just, we're just, mm-hmm. this is how we pay respect, whatever. And the odds of you, ha- like the bar staff, the bar security having your back are essentially zero in this instance. I would, I would say. Yeah. Everyone's just going to be like, fucking calm down yeah. or you can leave or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's just like from a personal, like, uh, I think one thing you could do, uh, which is 
Definitely a thing that a younger version of myself and maybe a, a current version of myself would do is just take a fucking picture mm. of them and post it. Just like, look at these fucking racists. <laughs> Damn, public shame. There's been yeah. a lot of talk lately on the internet among like uh, activisty type people about whether or not shame, public shaming works anymore. Or social social pressure is that the yeah right term for it? I guess um, social shaming. I don't have a take. I was just noticing that that. I've seen a lot of people who used to be very pro it or rethinking their stance on it. And some people who are into it more than ever. Yeah. I'm probably on the intuit side, except for I'm lazy. Maybe a middle ground with it is like very obviously taking a photo. And when they see you just saying like, sorry, I'm sending this to my friends. This is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. That's funny. Yeah. I'm just like, don't, don't step to anybody in a bar in New York. Yeah, it's just not worth it, really. It's just like, what's what's really going to happen? But yeah, I the social shaming thing is like an interesting question because it's is is it just like it's like basically now that we people have no shame, like no one ever backs down from the thing, or it it fuels them and then they whip their own little corner into a like, look, the woke mind virus has yeah. gone mad, you know. I, I yeah. don't know. Like I said, I don't. I don't have a take on pro yeah, or yeah. con of it. I'm just. I'm noticing the conversation so much more from a lot of like activists and people I've followed for a long time who used to be very pro. Yeah, um, changing I think, their stance. I think to the to the extent that I have a take on this thing, I don't have such a strong take on. It's that like to me, the thing that slightly I think misses the point is that you don't shame people to fix the shame me. Um, mm-hmm, you do mm-hmm. it to. Um, like, like sort of the, the like full version of what Kevin's tactic implies is like, you do it to like the, the community of people of color who matter and like, yeah. just like remind them that you have, they have your support, you see this, they see it. And mm-hmm. those are the people that like, it's just like reinforcing that community. And like, um, I think that is the value of social shaming. Actually, it's not like, oh, let's fix these fucking bigots. Like, yeah, they're out right. in public, like. That and that's why that continues to have utility. And I guess it's like weighing that up against like how powerful the like woke mm-hmm. mind virus shit is. But it's like those people are <laughs> fucking. I, I think it's like don't like let their potential um, uh, reaction change what is I think a right move because it's like yeah they're gonna be fucking whipped up. You don't you there's no like oh don't whip them up like they're whipped up. They yeah. get whipped up over anything. So, like, there's no, like, version of your own behavior that'll matter. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good take, Andrew. I don't know. You I said a, you didn't have, have a, a take. Then you had a good one. I have a, I just don't have, like, a super strong. If someone is like, no, you're wrong for these reasons, I'm like, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, but that's everything you say. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. It's just my take. That's everything just on my, this pod. <laughs> just my thought. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Um, here's an actual question. Uh, yes. For you guys, mm. I have. It's been a while since there's been. A, it's been a. Um, not that I'm like a big politics head, but I am just sort of like, uh, what? I don't care. I think I don't care. Oof. How is that it's possible? Hard. Yeah, I think because it is hard to stand by our current so-called progressive leaders. Yes. Even the things yes. they are currently aiding. Right. right, right. The enthusiasm is low. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. That's what, and I know that that's not, I don't know. That's, that's what's going on with me. Yeah. It is, it's rough out there. There's yeah. no one yes. I like. Yes. That, that maybe is, it's, it's my, my level of enthusiasm. Me, me when I was on dating apps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's rough out there. There's no one I like. Yeah. Everything's too expensive. <laughs> yes. And morally reprehensible. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the same thing as Hinge. Um, <laughs> I'd rather stay home and order DoorDash. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. We're not telling you to stay home from voting. Oh, my God. Someone's going to misinterpret this. Okay. One more voicemail. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all. Uh, Andrew, Tony, Kevin. Um, just want to say I fucking love y'all. Uh, this is honestly a follow-up to a call I did a while back regarding Star Trek and their yeah. sometimes bullshit-ass fans um, <laughs> who act like gatekeepers. Um, so keep it real short, I was talking about how I liked the new series, and that's how I got a, like introduction into it, and I had a guy promptly be like, that shit's too political, keep that away from me. Um, and then you guys proceeded to roast him as well on the voicemail. But uh, fast forward to like maybe a week ago, I came across this guy again. We were catching up. And he basically went back to say, oh, man, like, you know, these new series are actually really good. Um, and took back everything he said. And Whoa. I um, low-key felt like, you know, the Lord's work was done in one way or another. <laughs> Uh, but I felt that this was a definite, like, definitely a necessary call just to be like, I guess, you know, sometimes the bigots can change, be it in the smallest ways. Um, so, not fuck him anymore, I guess, unless, you know, he's rolling around and like to pick up with the big ass flags or some other shit. Um, cool. Uh, love you guys. Keep it up. Bye. Oh, okay. man. <laughs> two two That's things. Great. I would yeah. be negative, but just, that was a very, like, Good Trek follow up call, follow up to the follow up, and then a follow up. It was follow up, follow up, follow up. Follow up. Um, here is my question, though, that I had while I was listening to this was like, okay, this whole like, oh, Star Trek's too political is just code for we don't like that there are like black people and women and black women fronting Star Trek shows. Yes, and specifically saying in the text of the shows, like, oh, my pronouns are this, or oh, my gender identity is this, and yeah, out and proud queer relationships, and like, yeah. It yeah. is not just the casting, it is also uh, like the, in, the, the story. in the fabric of yes. the writing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the um, So here's my question, because the, like, the caller being like, I guess this guy changed, and I'm like, like... Being won over by the stories, but still having said that stuff in the first place, I'm like, mm. I'm just like, I don't like, yeah, they got won over because this person like likes sci-fi and the, the, the work is undeniably good. However, mm. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I don't actually think this person is redeemed. Yeah, it does feel a little like, Oh, we're ones of the good ones, and we convinced him to 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 like all of us Browns and queers um, because we're so talented. We we deserved yeah. him his you know his enjoyment. Um, yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you. I also like hearing this. I hear this so much at the cons at the conventions, not in these exact words. I don't think anyone's ever said to me like, 
oh, I I wouldn't watch that show because it was woke. But what I get a lot of are people saying, man, when the trailer for your show came out, I was one of the people online being like, this is not Star Trek. I will never watch this. This is trash. And now I've binged every season four times through. I own all the merch. I blah, blah, blah. And it's not just our show. It's all the new Trek shows. People, they start from a place of hate because there's a cottage industry of people who, you know, make money on YouTube off of telling people to hate us, which is fine. I'm like, get your bag, y'all. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You could probably make more money writing for television if you weren't such a hater, but you know what? <laughs> Stay over there on YouTube. I don't care. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But the, it strikes me as such a, like, there is such a knee jerk of this type of person online to go, stay away from me with that woke crap after just seeing a trailer. And then they will reluctantly watch all of it. Because the other thing about Star Trek fans is a lot of them are completists. Even the racist, terrible ones, they're true completists. And so they have to watch everything, even though they hate it. And so then they'll watch everything. Then they'll be like, actually, the story was really good. Or I still don't like that they blah, blah, blah about the pronouns. But actually, you know, these episodes were good. Or Picard season three was actually great. And like they, they have they they do get won over by it, and yeah. you're right. I don't think it makes them better people, but I am just like, <laughs> what's wrong guess, with you? <laughs> yeah, what's <sighs> look? That's I'm not paid to figure out what's wrong with these people. <laughs> yeah, I am I paid to, to me- keep making making Star Trek that they all watch. Yeah, and continue to keep our streaming numbers through the roof. So thank you. Every stream counts. Every stream counts, bigots. Thank you so much. Yeah, right. You have to have such an amount of free time where you can watch something and go, God, I hated that, but I got to see what happens on the next episode <laughs> for an entire series. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't got it in me. I don't. Yeah. I'm trying to think the last thing I like, quote unquote, hate watched. Mm-hmm. I don't really hate... Truly, I think I've told this before. I started watching the reality series Below Deck because when Lower Decks came out, everyone kept accidentally calling it Below Deck. And I was like, what is Below Deck? And then I started watching it and I was like, I like boats. I watch zero reality TV, but I was like, I love sailboats. So I've watched all of Below Deck Sailing Yacht. Yeah. Which seems. I think maybe Hate Watch is just a term that it's like the guilty pleasure. It's like, just Mm -hmm. fucking admit you like something. Yeah, it's just like pleasure. Yeah. Oh, you you love to hate this villain. Like, yeah, that's what villains are. You dumb dummy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that is yes, we know. You yeah. know. Oh, oh, you you just love to hate these people. Yeah, we know. They yeah. know. The producers know. Like that's what that's the point. That's yeah. why this whole fucking industry works because of villains. <laughs> so. The only other thing the caller said, because maybe the caller is like, no, 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 this guy's my friend and he's fine, which who knows. But he not only was like, oh, he watched all the shows and he actually really liked them. He said he took back all of the like, you know, big nonsense, he said. So I wonder if he did have like a. Uh, yeah, I wonder if I, guess, I guess have a, right. There a is catharsis. some there's some level of what take back means. I I will mm-hmm. say this. I think they're like one of the insidious things about like I guess the internet. This whole like YouTube, mostly YouTube industry of like um like like basically the like like bigots are really winning on this like just keep woke out of our you know schools media etc whatever because it's mm-hmm. like they say it enough. Fox News says it enough. 
then white people start saying it enough. Um, DeSantis. And obviously some, yeah, some. Bye. But, but also like. Oh, did yeah. Is he fucking done so? Mm-hmm. I don't care about the president. Uh, I guess it's going to be Trump again. Clip, um, clap away. <laughs> but, but like, I, I think there is some version of like people that white people, especially that don't really think these things through. Mm-hmm. It, it has absolutely normalized. Like, I just don't like wokeness. Um, mm-hmm. It's like, just oh, keep God, politics like, out of my yeah, shows. Yeah. Like, and then just like, I know it's because people don't fucking analyze things. And like, especially people that have no like literal skin in the game or like no stakes mm. in this like discussion really, other than their own supremacy. Like, they're like, oh, I don't know. Oh, but I just still would question, like, if you're friends with someone who's dumb enough to just parrot this idiotic and racist shit, Mm. racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic shit, even Mm. if they don't, like, know what it means, like, you're still dealing with a quote-unquote friend who has so little critical thinking that they can't, like, get there. Mm. I still Mm. think fuck them. That's all. I'm contradicting the caller. Fuck fuck your friend or fuck your acquaintance. Application application for clearing a bigot denied. <laughs> oh man, it's really hard to get anything past this this process server. <laughs> denied. Oh man, you got to submit your application again. Yeah, come back. No, don't. <laughs> Please don't. Do, do five rosaries, five anti-racist rosaries. <laughs> you know, uh, the only thing I will say to. Um, maybe this is problematic of me, but I assume our caller is a black man. Um, you know, friends like this, just keep keep an eye. Just keep an eye on yes. them. I don't want you getting hurt later. Just keep an <laughs> yeah. eye. Because, you know. Yeah. 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 Stay sharp. Stay um, sharp. Not stay woke. No. Stay sleep. Never. But stay sharp. Yes. Stay sleep. Stay Sleepy time tea. Stay, um, stay snoozing. You that you that little bear on the sleepy time tea. Get your little hat. Sit in your little chair. Three two three three eight nine seven two two three. That's three two three eight nine race. Leave this in. That's gonna edit crazy. <laughs> Coming I'm sorry. from sleepy time bear tea. Two, just say three two three. <laughs> Andrew said something I can't so, wait. <laughs> so stupid and lost faith in himself in the middle, but then we had a conversation about it that is too embarrassing for, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was honestly delightful and fine, and this is even more delightful, and I cannot wait to hear this abrupt, abrupt edit. Just a hard smash to a phone number. It's great. Um, yeah, if anyone has any San Francisco-specific or Bay Area-specific um uh, calls, send them in. Now's the time. Um, we'll mm-hmm. be there again, February 3rd. Cops Comedy Club, please come see us. Um, uh, suboptimalpods.com. Mm-hmm. Star Trek, the cruise. Star, Tre- Star Trek cruise. Sign up. <laughs> Not dot com. <laughs> Go to the cruise. See fucking Tawny at S-E-A. regulated see Tawny. See <laughs> Tawny. Yep. Uh, at regulated and correct times on the cruise. There's uh, no regulated no, times. It's a menagerie. <laughs> okay. Peace. Goodbye. This is suboptimal.